Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey friend and welcome back. This week we're going to talk about fear of rejection. This was a request by one of our listeners. And before we get into the discussion about fear of rejection, I'd like to go back to some of our original discussions about grounding our identity in Christ. That starts with knowing what the Bible says about our identity. And then we have to move that knowledge from our head to our heart. One of those ways that we did that was by learning scriptures that told us how God felt about us. So let's look at a scripture from 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. This is in the NIV version. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Okay, that's the scripture, and it's very explicit, but let's personalize it. Go back and read it and make it personal. This is how God loved me. This is how God showed me his love. He sent his one and only son into the world that I might live through him. This is love. Not that I loved God, but that he loved me and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for my sins. There's nothing wrong with taking a scripture and personalizing it. It has a way of helping it hit home and letting you know that it does apply to you and not just to everyone else. Some of our previous discussions also included um, the fact that we were made for relationship. And in that creation or in that making comes a need for acceptance. That's where the fear of rejection comes in. If you have a need for relationship or a need for people, you're going to want to be accepted. That's basic. People-pleasing. Perfectionism. You're trying to manage other people's opinions so that they will like you, so that you will gain the acceptance that you're craving. But this is where we have to flip that switch. We need to gain our love and acceptance from God first. If we can internalize our love and acceptance from God, He'll put people in our path with whom we can have a relationship with and do life. God already loves us and accepts us. We can't do anything to lose that. We can't do anything to make him love us more. There is no more on that. His love is endless. It's boundless. So, and you can't earn it anyway. It's a gift that's freely given. 
So once you can flip that switch and base your value, base your internal sense of worth on his love and acceptance, then you aren't going to be fearful of rejection from peers, man. There's nothing that a man or a peer can do that will hurt you because they are not your creator. They are not the person in whom your value resides. Yes, you want to have a relationship with them, and yes, you want to love on them and hope they love on you. But should that connection not happen, you're not going to be devastated or lost because ultimately you still have your creator. You still have God who loves you. And he in turn is going to put the proper people in your life, in your path, that you can have love and acceptance from and with. And while I'm not wanting to be tempted to give you a sense of control, if you stop living your life or running your life based on a fear of rejection, it's actually very freeing. You're free to live your life, love your life, love God, love your people. Fear having no place anywhere in that equation. So back when we were talking about digesting this information and internalizing it and getting it in and reading it from the Word of God, I talked about posting it in places you could see it, post it on your mirror, um, bathroom mirror, a hallway mirror that you check just before you leave uh, the house. There's lots of places that you could post it uh, to remind yourself just exactly how God does feel about you and put the right tone to your day. But in the spirit of that infinite 1% that we discussed, I'd like you to add prayer to your list. Don't just post these scriptural reminders of how God feels about you, but pray to God that he helps you feel and know just how much he loves and cares about you. And don't get wrapped up and worried about the word prayer. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be some huge, uh, well-written speech. Uh, that's not what it's about. It's words from your heart. It's you talking to God, asking him to help you. In this matter and if you're at a complete loss just pray the scripture let's go back to the same scripture first John chapter 4 verses 9 and 10 uh, about God showing his love for us how that would fit into a prayer you could start off simply by saying God I am NOT feeling loved at this time I don't know how to feel loved I'm not sure how you feel about me. Your word tells me that you sent your son for me, that you sent him as a sacrifice for my sins. Please help me to feel that love. Please help me to get it into my heart that you sent your son as a sacrifice for me and Jesus loved me enough as well to sacrifice himself for me. Both of you loving me and wanting relationship with me. Help me, Lord. In your son's name I pray. Amen. It can be that simple, simply paraphrasing the words, using the context, but if you're still not comfortable with that, you can still use a word-for-word -word interpretation to pray uh, back to God. There is nothing more powerful than a scriptural prayer. The Word of God is truth, and when you pray God's Word, you are praying power and you are praying truth. And if you're praying it over yourself, that's 
the best you could do for yourself or to ask anyone to do on your behalf. Okay, so let's summarize today. We were talking about the fear of rejection. And we want to talk about being proactive against that fear. And we did it, one, by studying God's Word regarding my value and worth. Two, finding ways throughout my day to remind myself of the scriptures that I've studied. And three, praying to God for help in establishing my identity in Him, relieving my fear of rejection, and giving me hope that I will find my people. Friend, I hope you found value in today's episode, and I look forward to hearing anything that you may have had as a takeaway or look forward to any other suggestions for future episodes. And we will talk to you again soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.